happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quick game. Good morning, everyone. I'm Trevor Beggs, and welcome to the Quickie. Now, for those of you who listen to the Quickie on a regular or uh, on an occasional basis, you know this is a pretty fun, light, goofy show. You know, I like to do I do like to take shots sometimes at teams, cities, players. You know, it is sports after all. But uh, today, got to start on a more solemn note because what happened out in Nova Scotia. This weekend was absolutely senseless. The worst mass shooting in Canadian history. Just a terrible, terrible story despite everything else going on in the world. So for myself, everyone here at Nux Misconduct, our hearts go out to those affected by this in Nova Scotia. Uh, And there's no place for this at all in the world. So do yourselves a favor today. Please don't stay glued to the news all day long. Sometimes it's easy to get sucked into the latest details of these stories, but it's not good for your mental health to sit and stare at coronavirus news all day and then switch to the news of the Canadian mass shooting. So keep them in your thoughts and go find yourself a happy place today. You know, go get that fresh air. Go pull your Bob Ross and paint away. For me, I'm going to continue on here with my look at every NHL team, talk about the most surprising player and the biggest disappointment. And today, We go to the C-O-T-U, the center of the universe with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now it has definitely been a roller coaster season in Toronto with Mike Babcock being fired, Sheldon Keefe being brought in, but this team still experiencing the same issues. They're third in the league in goals scored and 27th overall in goals against. Don't get me wrong, I love watching the Toronto Maple Leafs play hockey. They're a fun team to watch. Goals are plenty, players flying up and down the ice. The Maple Leafs are fun, there's no doubt about it. Are they a Stanley Cup contender? I personally don't think so. But when I look at the most surprising players on the team, I want to give an honorable mention to William Nylander because I don't really think he's a surprise, but it's nice to see him bounce back after the tough year he went through last year. Not signed until December 1st, having a rough season after that. He bounces back this season with 31 goals, which is second on the Leafs to Austin Matthews, and 59 points, which is fourth on the team behind Matthews, Marner, and Tavares. I'm going to go with Ilya Mikheyev. You got to give this guy a shout out. He's playing in the Leafs' top six, has 23 points in 39 games. Now he's a 25-year-old rookie, came over from the KHL, and again, you see this you see this guy, Mikheyev, in the Leafs top six, and you're going, who the hell is this guy? And I'm not going to lie, I can't say I knew a lot about Ilya Mikheyev before he came to the Leafs, but he's obviously put on a performance, and he's slid in admirably into their top six when healthy. And he suffered an injury earlier in the year, came back. But to see him post eight goals, 23 points at 39 games, pretty good stats for the NHL rookie. Now, for the Leafs' biggest disappointment... There's a few players you could toss out for sure. I don't really want to throw Tyson Berry under the bus because when you look at 39 points in 70 games, those are pretty damn good stats for a defenseman, even if he's had his defensive mishaps this season. Again, the Leafs already have someone in Morgan Riley who kind of fits that mold of the offensive chance-taking defenseman. That's why many people don't think Berry would fit in Vancouver either now with Quinn Hughes. 
I also don't really want to throw Frederick Anderson under the bus because he faces an immense amount of scoring chances against. While he hasn't been as brilliant as other seasons, I don't think he's been a disappointment. A 909 save percentage is actually above the league average. And, you know, he's given the Leafs a chance to win in a lot of games. 29-13-7 on the season. People are going to complain about some of his stats, but it's hard to give him too much of a hard time. I'm going to go with Cody Ceci. He was a bit... I don't think he was the player the Leafs really wanted to get when they made that trade with Ottawa. He's obviously going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. But he's had a middling defensive impact and had just a goal and eight points on the season in 56 games. You know, he's still sucking up a big amount of ice time too. 20 minutes and 32 seconds average ice time per game for Cody Ceci. If the NHL season does get canceled, this is a player who has all but played his last game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, on a day like today, man, I do have lots of chirps for the city of Toronto. I think I'm just going to go say Google it yourself, okay? There are tons of websites out there who give less than favorable opinions of, about Toronto if you want to go down that rabbit hole. Just a quick Google search of why Toronto sucks. You have articles about the eight reasons I'd rather have Ebola than live in Toronto. 32 reasons no one in their right mind visits Toronto in the summer. 19 tweets that prove why Toronto is the fucking worst. Toronto, awful city, awful people on rabble.ca. Yeah, it's, it's safe to say that there's a lot of Toronto hate out there. Um, I get it. It's, it's, it's a bit too big of a city for me. And, you know, we're obviously biased here in the West Coast when we get spoon-fed Toronto Maple Leafs coverage and Toronto sports coverage in general. But I will say Toronto got some great bars. I saw someone just shitting about this Harry Potter bar. Never been. Why are you shitting on that? That seems like a cool idea. Why not? Rainbow Poutine, we talked about that in Silky and Filthy. Can't quite get behind that. That's a little weird. In a city as big as Toronto, you're going to have some good. You're going to have some bad. My compliment to the city, the Hockey Hall of Fame's there. If you're a hockey fan, which you must be if you listen to this podcast, the Hockey Hall of Fame should be on your bucket list. I went there with my with my now wife when we did our cross-Canada road trip in 2014. And it was just hockey nerding out for a day. You know, she was patient with me. I probably spent about three, four hours in there reading everything, checking everything out. Some great memorabilia and some great, great tidbits of hockey history there. So... Go check out the Hockey Hall of Fame. Go get yourself a butterbeer, this Harry Potter bar. And don't be too mean to people in Toronto, okay? Not today, at least. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. I'm Trevor Beggs. Thanks for listening to The Quickie here on the Knox Misconduct Network. We still got shows coming your way. Keep tuning in. If you have that thirst for hockey, we're here to fill that void for you. Take it easy.